Hello to our listening family and friends. This is Nicole, and I will be your host for our podcast today. You have joined us, the Seed Planters with the Cameron family. On this episode, we will be discussing the word rest. When I heard this word, it already was a comfort to me, and I see it as a timely reminder of what is important. Our focus and our perspective affect how we experience life. This can pull us to peace or it can push us into dismay. If you are in a moment of distress, chaos, or uncertainty, rest is probably a highly desired concept for you to embrace. I pray that you will receive the rest that comes from rehearsing and hearing the word of God, which comes directly from our Father in heaven, And as you listen to this podcast, I hope that you will find rest. So I'm going to start with our first question, and I will pose this to my sisters who are here today. If you had to use the word rest in a sentence, what is the first thing that comes to mind? And I'm going to ask Michelle first. Yeah, so the first thing that came to mind was rest to your soul. It's kind of like a it's a phrase, I think it's a part of a scripture, but I've heard it in a song before. And I just think of it where your, your mind, your heart, your emotions are at peace and you are resting in the promises of God. That's what comes to my mind when I hear that, that word. Okay. And Suzette, I'll ask you the same question. If you had to use the word rest in a sentence, what is the first thing that comes to mind? Um, just the simple definition of rest for me, um, was taking a break from work or the busyness of life, but it's not just to rest because you're trying to get away, but it's also for the purpose of rejuvenation. So that's what I thought about first. Thank you for that. And for me, I think my first thoughts are similar to Michelle. Um, I thought of quiet Um, a peaceful space, uh, a lack of fighting and worry. Um, Even if it's a temporary state, you know, because you're not going to rest continually. But those are the things that came to mind when I heard the word rest. Um, So my next question is, um, is if rest is important for us as humans. So is this an important uh, concept or a time frame that is needed for us as human beings? Do you think yes or no? And why? Yes. So I think rest is, is very important. We need to rest. And I think many of us, I'm guilty of this too. We tend to keep going and we, we end up depleting ourselves when we just continue on and on. I think of the fact that when God created the world on the seventh day, he rested, right? So he demonstrated that to us. It's not because he was tired because, you know, it's God, but I think he did that intentionally for us to adapt and adopt (laughs) that way of living where we work X number of days And then there comes a time at least once a week when we pause for several hours and rest. So, yeah. 
Thank you for that, Michelle. And, I'll, and I will ask Suzette the same question. Um, is rest important to us as human beings? Yes, that is a definite yes. Um, rest is important because it causes you to, like I said before, rejuvenate. And it gives you a chance to uh, basically acquire balance. So we're not, I feel that we're not our best selves if we're constantly working, doing something, our minds are constantly going, we're busy, we're not sleeping well at night, we have assignments, people keep calling, texting, emailing. I just think it's too much um, that our bodies are being bombarded with. So it's very essential to rest because even if you say that I did a full days of work, it may not actually have been your best day of work or your best production. So uh, to be your best self, you must rest. Thank you for that. And I think, um, you know, when you talked about balance, that really resonated with me because it's true. You can't just work, work, work. You need that opportunity to also um, recuperate and rejuvenate, like you said. Uh, and for me, for this question, um, I would have to say yes as well. It is important to us as humans. Um, so like Michelle mentioned, you know, when God created um the universe and he created mankind, then he rested on the seventh day. And that was to set an example for us. Um, and the other thing I thought of when Michelle was speaking is that even Jesus, who is the son of God, when he came, he would spend time away. He would be like, let me go away. And in those times away, he would be communicating with God and just rejuvenating himself, refreshing himself and allowing his, um, then that allowed his ministry time to actually be more impactful because he had that time away. The other thought for me too, is that um, even the day to day is designed in that way. So you have the morning time and the night time. So that quiet, dark time of the 24 hours is designed for us to kind of say, okay, I'm not going to actually try to be as productive and work, 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 but now this is my time to actually rest. It's built into our rhythms and our cycles. So we need to rest. Then my other question is, how do you think rest applies to God? And I think I'll answer that one first. Um, just kind of piggybacking off what I said with the other question is that God set the precedence of resting on that seventh day. Um, and for us as humans, as relate to God, I think the truth of rest or the, the foundation of rest is when we trust in God. So we're able to actually rest because our faith, our trust um, is in God. When we work, 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 we're saying, this is all on me. I got to get it done. You know, if I don't do it, it never will happen. If I don't do it, it won't manifest. And when we're able to say, I need to rest, I need a break, I need a vacation, you know, whatever it may be, then we're saying, I know these things need to get done, but I'm putting it into God's hand to accomplish the work. You know, it's not just me doing everything on my own. So that's kind of where um, I think about how rest applies to God because it puts it that our trust is in him. So I don't know if anyone else has any uh, thoughts on this. I'm going to maybe ask Suzette first and I'll repeat the question. How do you think rest applies to God? So it's um, very similar to what you have said, but um, 
I was actually thinking of resting in God or applying to God as that time where you not necessarily lay down to sleep, but the time where you spend meditating and reading his word and spending time in prayer. And that takes you away from the other things. So now you're resting in him. Um, that is, yes, putting your trust in him, but it's actually making that, setting that time aside where it's dedicated to giving him honor and praise and recognizing him. And that is also to me a form of resting in Christ. I um, thank you for that response. And I agree. I think um, in his presence, there is the peace and in his presence, there's a strategy, you know, for what you are trying to work towards. And so you do need that time. So you're resting from not working, but you're also resting in time then dedicated to him. So I'm going to ask Michelle the same question. How do you think rest applies to God? Yeah, so um, I see in scripture where God in the very beginning, especially with the children of Israel, when they were forming the nation of Israel, I saw that in the, the um, commandments where it was saying that they must rest, it's almost like it was enforced because when they were in the wilderness, when they got the manna, when it came down from heaven, they got a day's supply all the other days. And then the day before the Sabbath, they got two days supply. If they picked up extra manna on the other days, it would spoil the next morning. But if they picked up extra manna on the day before the Sabbath, it would last. And so God orchestrated all of that from the very, very beginning of the creation of the nation of Israel so that they could see that he is there, as you said before, Suzette, that he is the provider. He is the one that's really running things, you know, and that we in our own strength can't do it all. We can't accomplish it all. We could work 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and we still wouldn't, would barely scratch the surface of what we could do. Whereas if we submit things to him, and I'm, as I'm speaking, God is really speaking to me personally. As we submit things to him, we multiply our efforts. Things multiply. Saw so the, 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 um, the manna multiply. And then the other thing too with the manna, when they picked it up on the other days, if somebody, let's say it was an older person picking up manna and it didn't pick up enough, they would have enough for the whole day. God would make sure that it stretched for the whole day because they maybe didn't have the strength to grab up enough before it melted because it would melt when the sun came up. And so if they took up too much, of course, they said already, if, it took, if, it, if you were really greedy and took way too much, it would spoil. But let's say they took up maybe a scoopful too much. I don't think anything would be left over at the end of the day either because they would have eaten it all. So God has a way of showing us. And as I said before, I really feel like he's speaking to me personally right now because I'm one of those people that just keeps going. And I'm trying very hard to pull back because I see where I am 
putting out a lot of effort and the return may not be as much as it needs to be. And so I have pulled a lot of things back on purpose because I see where rest, like Suzette was saying, with the rest where you come apart and pray and seek the face of God and be in his presence. So you have the sleeping rest and then you have the spiritual rest. It's like we need more of both for God to do his best work because that's what he's showing us in the Bible. You know, he's showing us that that's what works. Um, and so that's, that's where I'll stop here before I continue to go too long. <laughs> Thank you for the insight and um, the biblical example on that. I think um, it's very applicable. You know, I think sometimes people think, oh, it's the Bible, especially if it's the Old Testament, there's no principle in there. There's all, God always speaks and um, it's still applicable to now, now, modern times because it's words and word is alive. So it will always apply to us. Um, and I think we have to learn to prioritize um, what's necessary in order to reach the goals that we're looking for and to grow stronger in God. So I have another question. Um, so give, can you give an example or give um, a way that you think about rest and how it may apply to your life. And I know we've talked a little bit about it, but if there's either, you know, potentially a, a story or an example or um, a situation that you can think of how the word rest applies to your life. Um, I think I'll just answer first so you have some more time to think. But um, I know for me that rest is very important. And, you know, if I'm thinking more on the physical side of things, if I don't get enough rest, then, um, you know, my function is not the same. My efficacy is not the same. Um, my emotions are not well balanced and managed. And so, you know, I might get more frustrated. I might get, um, upset easily. I might be unfocused because I haven't rested. And then, you know, your productivity is not the same. It can affect your relationships with others because your response is not your true self. It's you uh, manifesting or responding because of the lack of rest. And, um, you know, so for me, what I have learned is that I have to prioritize rest. And it's also something that I try to, um, stress with others as well. When I talk with people about their health and their life, I always will start with, okay, are you getting enough sleep? Because that's, I feel like that's so foundational um, to how we function in our physical bodies. Um, and then, you know, with the spiritual part of it, what I've been doing a lot recently, and I have noticed a difference is that I'm spending time, you know, reading the Bible or listening to it. You know, thankfully there's like the Bible app where it can read the Bible to you. So I can be doing one thing, you know, but listening to the word, hearing it, having it be in my atmosphere. So I'm trying to do that um, on a daily basis and really first thing in the morning, because that sets the complete trajectory of my day. And then if I have the ability to listen to preaching as well, or someone's expounding the word of God, I love to do that. I have a couple of people that I, you know, listen to um, via YouTube and, um, 
And even if it's a sermon from five years ago, it can still be speaking directly to exactly where I am right now. And so I know I'm like, oh my gosh, like God, you care so much that you're speaking to me exactly what I need to bring me the peace that I need or the strategy that I need for this exact moment in my life. Um, and so that's kind of like the rest that Suzette was, you know, had spoken about um, spending time with God, prioritizing that. And I try to do that on a daily basis. And when I don't, I definitely notice the shift, the difference, you know, my, my ability to accomplish my work is so much freer, I think easier, smoother. It's like natural, you know, when I am actually able to follow through with the plan of listening to the Bible or listening to scripture or listening to, um, praise music, you know, things like that, that keep me, my spirit connected to God and being able to hear from the Holy spirit, um, versus me then focusing on other things being distracted by busyness and work. And then my ability to actually function is a lot less. So, um, that is, how probably multiple examples, but of how the word rest um, applies to my life. And I will ask Michelle the same question. So can you give examples of how the word rest applies to your life? Okay. So I just mentioned how much of a workaholic I have been for most of my, I think most of my life, you know, between school and then transitioning from school to work. Um, I am learning to rest. It's something I have to literally, it's almost like you have to sit on your hands. That's the kind of, that's how busy I am. I have to sit on my hands figuratively and probably literally to prevent myself from doing a whole bunch of stuff all the time. My brain is always fractured. I'm always thinking about what's going to happen next year, what's going to happen next week, what's going to happen tomorrow, what am I going to cook when I get off of, uh, you know, when I finish with this recording and things like that. My brain is always going. And as a mom, I have to also transition because my son is an adult now. And so I have to stop getting so worked up about everything with him and to stop shift my focus because he's an adult now. So he has to start taking on more of the personal responsibilities. So rest for me is life changing for me right now, because it's a new way to look at life. And I am definitely doing more in terms of praying and focused praying, spending time fasting, things like that. I'm really trying to get into that. Um, trying to make sure that I get a word that keeps me, especially throughout the week. I listen to, I don't listen to a lot of sermons now, but I try to listen to at least one that I can hang on to. And I use, I refer to that as the week goes on. I mean, I'm doing, still reading the scriptures throughout the week and all of that, but I like just one sermon that is like my focus for that week. And, um, I'm starting to see little changes, but I think as I go along, the changes will become more pronounced. Um, sleep is an, another thing that I've struggled with for years. Found out recently I have a medical issue, so related to that, and will be addressing it as soon as I, I can. But 
I believe a lot of times we don't rest well because our brains are doing too much and we're overstimulated. I am also addicted to the phone, so I'm trying to work on that as well, where I can kind of separate myself from the phone for periods of time and, um, and just live. And that will also help to slow the pace down in terms of even your heart rate, you know, because I get anxious sometimes when I see, especially new stuff popping up on your phone and there's things happening. I have to find a way to tune some of that out, still be aware, but tune some of it and calm it down so that my life, I can feel rest happening. It's, it's really hard, but I, I'm working on it. Thank you for that um, honesty, I will say, and um, giving us your reflections that you've noticed. I think um, just a quick little tangent that I will say based on something that you mentioned when you talk about focused prayer and fasting. But um, one thing that I realized recently with fasting is that it's, I think a lot of people say it's also, it's very hard and you definitely have to plan when you're fasting. But what I notice is that I can actually be successful, I guess, at fasting when I don't have a million things that I'm trying to get done while I'm fasting. <laughs> so it actually, I have to rest my body as well while I'm fasting. And then your focus is going to be, of course, on, or it should be on re revitalizing your spirit and your soul with um, the word of God and prayer um, and praise. And so I, you know, I was like, man, you know, I think I can actually get that concept or see that revelation about it, that there's something with it, the prayer, the fasting, the spending time with God, it all is enveloped in rest. You know, it's not active movement all the time. It's, it's actually a, a time of resting. Um, and it's very vital, you know, to our relationship with God. Uh, so then I'll ask the question to you, Suzette, um, if you can give, um, an example of the word rest applying to your life. Something that's quite lacking, I would say, um, as my sisters have mentioned, but, um, Rest, one way that I found rest is after the children are in bed. Then I can spend some time um, going through scripture or praying or just what I found waiting on the Lord, just sitting quietly and waiting. And then he begins to pour himself into you because now you're not moving around. You're not thinking about anything. I may sometimes look out the, the window at the darkness and then I'm waiting, and then I'll get a revelation, I'll get the peace, and I do that before I actually go to sleep myself. Um, the fasting and praying that uh, my sisters also mentioned, I found another way that I've tried to incorporate it on weekends is when I run early errands. So if I do early errands while I'm driving, so I'm not definitely don't have any breakfast or anything. I just get up, get ready, and I go, and I begin to pray in the car. And sometimes it has become powerful where I forget that I'm actually driving. And you realize that the Lord can meet with you anywhere if you're determined to 
set some time aside just for him. So he wants you and it doesn't mean you have to go because I know I, I have always thought, you know, let me find a quiet place. And I think that's important too. So where I previously lived, I had a, a quiet closet and I haven't established the quiet closet here. But what he has shown me was my own office space was where I needed to be quiet. And I said, oh, because it just seems like the busyness was always around where I don't want it to be. So he said, no, wherever you are, you close the door, you stay, you can turn the light off and you can meet me with me there. And he's definitely met with me right in the, the office quite a few times. So now I've established that as my quiet spot. So that's my rest time also where I meet with him. And another way that I found it was really good for me to rest was to take an evening walk, an evening stroll. Um, I usually put on the gospel music and I'll listen to that while I walk around. And whether it's 30 minutes or more, I feel like I, sometimes I'm walking and you, you start raising your hands and I don't really care who's looking or whatever, but it's like my time. Sometimes people think I'm waving to them because I'm praising them. <laughs> I'm praising the Lord. But like, okay, but it's like he's pouring into your spirit at the same time while you're just walking quietly and um, looking at nature. So that's another way that I find rest. And that's something that I actually look forward to doing because it's just a time to clear your mind, clear your heart and dismiss everything else that's going on at home or around you. And you lock in with the spirit of God. Awesome. Thank you for that, Suzette. Um, I think there's even some importance to you having your office space or your space where it might be busy, chaotic very often as also your quiet space. You know, there's some power with inviting him into that place where there could be a lot of um, work, you know, and saying, you know what, even in the midst of this space that usually is dedicated just to work, I actually need to supersede that and allow or open up the opportunity for God to meet with you there as your quiet space. There's something about that there. I think that's so amazing and also vital. I mean, it kind of lets us know that there is a need for us to really shut off the work part you know, and it's not eternal, you know, it's not that you're going to just sit and rest all the time because, you know, the Bible also talks about us, um, you know, using our hands and doing things, but the, in a, the ability to be productive or to get through the day, because you don't even know what challenges may occur. You need that foundation, you know, of the time with God. And, you know, if you're doing it at night before bed, then you're able to get that, that restful sleep, because you've already spent that time helping your brain to settle down and calm down and your um, vital signs, you know, your breathing rate, your heart rate to kind of get to that point where everything is a little bit calmer. So that way you're able to sleep and be rejuvenated and ready for that next day. But um, I think that's so, so important. And, you know, even Michelle, you were talking about your mind running and racing and things just always like, what's the next thing? What's the next step? And I think a lot of people are wired that way. 
you know, you're, if you're a type A personality or you're um, a very productive person, you always want to be productive, but um, you know, you always have to kind of think, well, what's the foundation or am I really, you know, we're not really designed to multitask, you know, so we have to, we can't be busy working and busy resting, you know, so we have to uh, make our choice and prioritize that. So I think what we'll do is kind of take a pause for this session of the podcast. And I appreciate everyone who has joined in with us, the sisters uh, of the Seed Planters with the Cameron family. Please tune in for our next episode where we will continue the discussion on our topic for this time, rest. May God bless you and we'll meet with you soon.